How can you keep your child healthy at school? Is there a way to get a picky eater to eat a healthy school lunch? And how much sleep should your child be getting during the school year? All that and more on this episode of The Healthiest You. Staff, it's that back to school time. Yeah, we've uh, we've been talking about, you know, what you're spending on school supplies, you know, this first day of school jitters. Mm-hmm. What would you say is a, is a good back to school memory for you? Uh, I didn't have any good ones, but there's well, plenty of memories. Okay. I went to Catholic school. It was horrifying. Oh, stop. But uh, I remember making that long walk. We were just the bus. If we lived four houses down, we would have been able to take the bus, but we oh. didn't. So we had the wake. It was like a mile walk. Yeah. And my parents never dropped me off. So that was my memory. Wow. Thank you. Okay. I'll be in therapy for I, the next was, month. Thanks for bringing that bag up. I'll bring this up a little bit because my back to school memory from walking to school was, um, I think my mom already let me in kindergarten or first grade. But the thing is, is that I would walk one way to school and then she would quickly walk the other way just to make sure that I actually made it to the school grounds. Now, I don't know for how long she did that, but at least I would say like the first week, maybe two weeks, I was actually making the walk to school, you know, versus not going. I think she still follows you to work now, but that's a whole different story. (laughs) It could be. Well, back to school is always a stressful time for both parents and kids. After a summer of fun, kids need to readjust to a new schedule, new teacher, and a new routine. But this year is especially tough as parents tackle additional issues relating to keeping their kids safe from COVID-19. Absolutely. It's no easy task. While parents have a ton of questions, there's not always an easy answer when it comes to kids and COVID-19. COVID-19. And that's not even to mention the regular questions many parents have this time of year. Here with some tips to help kids get ready to go back to school is Dr. Deborah Carter, a pediatrician with Lehigh Valley Physicians Group. Dr. Carter, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Many schools in our area are requiring masks to start the year, and the CDC is recommending masks in school as well. Why are masks important in school? Well, this year, as you know, has been very challenging um, in terms of COVID-19, and we had a lot of uh, kids out of school last year virtually um, trying to do hybrid arrangements, and we're really looking forward to having kids back face-to-face this year. And one of the most important things we can do to have kids um, back in school face-to-face is to have them protected from COVID-19 infections. Masking is one of the many uh, layers of protection that we are hoping um, children and adults also take um, in their precautions as they return to school so we can keep them in school. I have a question for you. My son uh, graduated, but while he was in school, he ran track, outdoor sport. Should kids be wearing masks outdoor as well? Because a lot of the track meets, some of the schools told the kids, you have to wear a mask even while you're running outdoors. Is this still a thing? That's a great question. You know, we've learned a lot as we've gone through the pandemic over the past year and a half or so. Um, And, you know, each time we get through a new phase of the uh, pandemic, we make some adjustments based on new knowledge. And so at this point, we are uh, typically not recommending that kids wear masks outdoors um, as long as they're not going to be in very close contact. So there still is a concern if they're going to be within six feet of their team members for an extended period of time, um, that maybe masking makes sense in huddles and and team meetings and things like that. But when they're out exercising and they're running around and doing their sport activities, even at recess, we really are not recommending masking outdoors at this point. Obviously, there were those companies that were already in the business of making masks. And then all of a sudden, anybody who could make a mask was now making a mask. So what should parents be looking for in terms of mask fabric and fit 
for their child. Yeah, so it is important um, that masks are well-fitting and comfortable. They work best if they fit snugly around the nose and mouth. And it's super important for us as adults to demonstrate that to kids so that they don't show their noses and you know only cover their mouth because those really make the masks ineffective. Um, families can make their own masks. They can choose any sort of tight woven material is really helpful to um, keep the virus particles from going from them and also coming into their face. Um, and so we recommend a multi-layer mask made with a tightly woven fabric. Uh, and then, you know, really help the, let the kids get involved in making them. They can choose the patterns they like. They can help to even sew them and make sure that they're comfortable. And if it's a comfortably fitting mask, the child's much more likely to be able to keep it on. So we do want them to do that. It's important to wash them regularly. If they're not um, washing them every day, they can obviously become soiled with germs and dirt and other things that kids pass back and forth. So we want to make sure they're clean. Um, and you know they can certainly use disposable masks for kids, but if they're going to be in school for the entire day, the disposable mask may not be the best choice for them um, to keep on and, and stay comfortable. And so a cloth mask is probably a little bit better for them. Can you wear one mask all day? Is that a safe thing to do or should you trade it out halfway through the day? So in the very beginning of the pandemic, we were actually um, wearing masks for extended periods of time because there was a mask shortage. So in the healthcare field, we would wear them sometimes for a week at a time or longer. Um, that's probably not the best approach to take, but it is um, fairly clear that it, as long as the masks are washed once a day, you can wear them for the duration of the day. If they fall on the floor and they become contaminated or um, you're sweating a lot or you've you know coughed or sneezed into it to the point where it's moist, then you should change it out. All right. So you got your kid all masked up. He's heading out the door. You're bathing him in sanitizer. What else can we do to help keep the children safe through this school year? So there's a, there's quite a few important things that schools are going to be doing, um, and it's important for families to be engaged in this. The most important thing of all is to stay home when you're sick. So if you have any symptoms of illness, if you have a fever, a cough, a runny nose or congestion, sore throat, really any symptom that could be related to COVID-19, um, you should stay home and call your primary care physician, your pediatrician or your family medicine physician and find out, are you a candidate for testing? Do your symptoms um, mean that you should get checked for COVID-19? If you've uh, healthy in the morning and you go to school, just again, make sure you take your mask, you wear it appropriately over your nose and mouth the whole day. Um, schools will be allowing mask breaks and that's important, but they'll be in safe um, places where those kids are you know, spaced apart and ideally even outdoors. Um, there's going to be a lot of cleaning still going on in the schools with disinfecting and hand sanitizer use. And we certainly want families to encourage their kids to hand sanitize at school um, in between activities and certainly before eating um, or drinking anything at school. Um, the schools themselves will be uh, washing down surfaces. They'll be continuing the cleaning approach. And we're also um, hoping that we can uh, in increase ventilation whenever possible. So if it's warm outside, the weather's okay, they should be opening windows and allowing the rooms to air out because that has shown uh, to decrease the risk of the COVID-19 infections. So those are the majority of things. Some school systems may choose to do some screening tests um, where they actually test people periodically, either randomly, <clears throat> excuse me, or um, the entire, you know, classroom or the entire school. Colleges are doing that, for example, um, and testing kids once a week. And those kinds of uh, testing, um, even asymptomatic patients, can help us to you know, identify people who are infected and keep them you know, isolated during the infection. I have uh, one child going into high school for the first time, and then my younger son is in elementary school, and there's already that anxiety, but it seems like the back-to-school anxiety is amplified even more. So um, is there anything that parents can do to help ease the anxiety that's occurring? 
Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it, you know, this is going to be a big transition back for kids. Um, my excuse me, my middle son is in 11th grade and he pointed out that he hasn't been in the high school since the end of ninth grade. Um, so it's, you know, it's really going to be a, a big change for a lot of kids. I think many of them will be excited to see their friends and to be able to interact again. So I would focus on those positive things, um, remind them, you know, of what they enjoyed at school when they were last <laughs> a year and a half ago, last in school. Um, and, you know, remind them that, um, you're going to continue to keep a routine and you're going to try to keep them in touch with their, you know, their friends and involved in their sports again and all the things that they might have missed when they were outside of school. Um, a routine at home is important to try to set now, though, because school's starting, you know, again, in about a week for some kids and two weeks for others. And so if you can start to get kids, you know, back on a better routine at home so they're not really on that summer schedule where there's, you know, no um, bedtime and, and, you know, no getting up in the morning time and meal times and things like that, that can be helpful as a transitional phase right now. Uh, Dr. Carter, you mentioned you have kids, so I'm sure you struggle with this as well. Um, lunch ideas. Yeah. So, you know, the schools um, typically do provide lunches for kids. You know, they can purchase them. Um, and many of those choices are very healthy. Uh, for families who would prefer to send in the school lunches, there's lots of things that can be put in lunch boxes with little ice packs. Um, look for things that have, you know, healthy nutrients. So whole grain um, breads and bagels and things like that with sandwiches. They can use deli meats and cheeses, um, peanut butter and jelly. Um, some kids prefer yogurts and fruits and vegetables, dips, hummus, things like that can be really healthy for kids and can keep them, you know, filled throughout the day so that they're uh, able to concentrate better in school. I know that the amount of sleep kids needs vary by age. How much sleep do you recommend? So for the younger kids, elementary school, um, you should really aim for about 10 to 12 hours per night for the child. Um, of course, at that age, they're not taking naps anymore. So that would be a block at night. So you just need to make sure that the bedtime is early enough that they can get up in the morning and have gotten that 10 to 12 hours. Once kids are in middle school and high school, eight to nine hours is more typical for children. Um, and it's best if they can do the same you know, ideally the same schedule on weeknights as weekends. So trying to, you know, consistently get that eight to nine hours is helpful. You know, adults can get a little bit less sleep than that, um, seven hours and still function very well, some of us. Um, but <laughs> kids really should get that eight to nine hours. And that's not easy when they're doing homework and in sports and getting up super early for school for our high school students. Um, so really trying to help them have a routine that allows them to settle down and, you know, start their kind of bedtime routine early enough to get that eight or nine hours. I'm still working on the seven hours of sleep. Where'd that right? come from? I, like five. <laughs> I haven't seen that since high school. Uh, for some kids, they have not been in a school setting all day yet. This, if they were in first grade last year, they didn't, they weren't in the school. So how can you uh, get them to adjust to this new routine of them being in school full time? Yeah. So, you know, kids are really very resilient and adapt very well to new situations in most cases. So being very positive, encouraging them, um, you know, speaking about the things that they're going to enjoy in school. Uh, many kids have friends that they have been able to interact with some during the summer. So reminding them that they'll see their, their friends in school is also helpful. Um, it's also good as a parent just to remain calm and positive. Um, let them know that you're going to be there. Um, if they, you know, when they come home, uh, from school, you're going to support them and help them get their homework done and then also have some, you know, fun time to um, play with friends or play with their siblings and, you know, focus on the positives. And that that can really help children a lot. 
if parents show a lot of anxiety about that return to school, if they seem super anxious, it's going to make it harder for the kids to feel calm about it. So we really want to just try to focus on the positives and again, a consistent routine. Um, I'm sure you've all heard that, but for kids, it really does make a difference and it helps them to know what to expect and to, you know, kind of get through their day. Those are some great tips. Thank you so much, Dr. Carter, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. To learn more, visit lvhn.org slash children. And remember, be safe, be smart, and be the healthiest you.